monorail, an automatic air-conditioned ride around... The Outline, World Dispatch. Wednesday, May 31st, 2017. I'm Jeffy Haza. Today on The Dispatch, three stories about the future. Rollin Bishop on an algorithm's retirement. The team behind the artificial intelligence AlphaGo is moving on to other grand challenges. William Turton on Uber. So Waymo contends that Lewandowski downloaded uh, trade secrets pertaining to the company's LiDAR technology. And more from Roland Bishop on Apple's new campus. Uh, the Apple campus has these things, but not on-site childcare. Here's the dispatch. The future. Hot off shutting out the top-ranked player in the world, DeepMind's Go-playing artificial intelligence AlphaGo is hanging up its hat. The company, which is part of Google parent company Alphabet, announced over the weekend that AlphaGo would be retiring from competitive play. The announcement comes at the end of a summit in Wuzhen, China, that focused on both the game itself and AI. Go is a two-player game of capturing stones that has a large number of possible positions and outcomes, so many that a computer can't simply crunch through all possible plays in the same way it does in chess. That makes the game perfect for testing algorithms designed to tackle complex problems. AlphaGo faced 19-year-old Chinese Go professional Kie Jie in three matches at the event, and it won all three. Yeah, AlphaGo is really a very wonderful Go player. I really admire him. I fully respect his uh, its skill in Go game. But DeepMind isn't totally done with Go. It'll release a final academic paper later this year, as well as tools that show how AlphaGo analyzes moves. The company's blog post said, quote, The tool will show AlphaGo's analysis of Go positions, providing an insight into how the program thinks, and hopefully giving all players and fans the opportunity to see the game through the lens of AlphaGo. End quote. DeepMind will also publish 50 games showcasing how AlphaGo plays against itself, which is how the AI learns. As for the folks behind AlphaGo, they'll be moving on to other grand challenges, though it's uncertain exactly what that entails. DeepMind's post implies that they'll still be doing work on algorithms and machine learning that could eventually be applied to real-world problems like disease and energy research. This, of course, has always been the goal. AlphaGo was only ever a means to an end. It just happened to crush its human competition in DeepMind's pursuit of better and better algorithms. And there's no better time to retire than on top. The future. Yesterday, Uber fired its star engineer, Anthony Lewandowski, who's at the center of a legal battle with the company. William Turton has the story. Hey, William. Hey, what's up? So Uber's been in some legal trouble for the past few months now. There are claims on Waymo, which is owned by Alphabet, which is essentially Google. We can call them that. Right. Um, And Waymo claims that Uber hired this guy, Anthony Lewandowski, who brought with him trade secrets, right? Right. So Waymo contends that a month before he left Google, after working there for nine years, Lewandowski downloaded uh, trade secrets pertaining to the company's LiDAR technology, which is uh, technology that kind of helps self-driving cars visualize the world around them. So, and Lewandowski did not want to testify in this uh, lawsuit? Right. So according to Lewandowski's lawyers, he is fearing criminal charges. So he invoked his Fifth Amendment right um, and has denied 
the court's request to offer testimony and evidence in the case. So at the center of all of this is self-driving technology. Waymo alleges that they developed essentially the system that Uber has excelled with. Right. So there's a lot of different iterations on what's called LIDAR. I mean, LIDAR is used by police when they're setting up speed traps to give you speeding tickets, but it's also utilized like on top of self-driving cars. Mm. So Waymo says this lawsuit originated because someone at the company was inadvertently copied on an email from a supplier. Now, inside that email was Uber's circuit board design for its LiDAR technology, which Waymo said bore a striking resemblance to its LiDAR technology. Hmm. So basically, they got an email they weren't supposed to get and realized, hey, this circuit board looks a lot like our circuit boards. Now, does Uber firing him, does that put them in a better situation now that he's not technically employee? Does that mean, like, all of this goes away or what what happens for them? Um Uber warned Lewandowski that he would be fired if he didn't comply with the court's order. Um, the The case really isn't shaping up great for Uber. So uh, having one of their employees that is uh, not complying with one of the court's requests definitely wouldn't help their argument. And by firing him, maybe it'll help show the court how serious they are about the case. So and now and I think it, it, it kind of matters a little, right, that. Google was one of the early investors in Uber. Right. At one point, what was formerly called Google Ventures pumped $258 million into Uber. Uh, Now, Google and Waymo have teamed up with Uber's biggest competitor, Lyft, uh, to develop and create self-driving cars. So what's the worst that can happen here? I mean, does this all spell doom for Uber? Is is this court case going to finally catch up to them? Is this the end? Right. So for a long time, Uber CEO Travis Kalanick has kind of preached this idea that he's had that it's a duty of Uber to defy the norms and to defy government regulation and to um, do whatever it takes to win. Um, I've spoken to people at the company who have told me Kalanick is obsessed with winning, um, especially in the self-driving car race. Um, This... It's really kind of Pandora's box as to what this case could hold. Uh, You know, Waymo hasn't really asked the court for money yet, but, you know, there could be potentially criminal charges if they were negligent. There could be a massive judgment against them. There could be an injunction that stops Uber from using their self-driving technology that they've been pumping money and resources into. Uh, A lot of people see, and Travis Kalanick obviously sees, self-driving cars as, you know, a big race and technology to win, and this could be a major setback. Well, well, I guess we'll have to just keep our eyes peeled. Yep. Thanks, William. Sure thing. The future. Apple, one of the wealthiest American companies with around 110,000 employees total, has a new corporate campus that reportedly costs an estimated $5 billion. The main office has every perk imaginable, including custom-made pizza boxes, a pair of glass doors that stand four stories tall to allow people to eat in the open air, and a fitness and wellness center that takes up 100,000 square feet. Are these real numbers? 100,000 square feet? This is all going in. So when Apple was designing its worker paradise, why did it skip the on-site childcare? Roland Bishop tried to find out. Hi, Roland. Hey, Jeff. So a lot of these numbers are quite staggering. 100, 
thousand square foot fitness and wellness center. Do I have that right? Mm-hmm. That's according to Wired. Yeah. It seems like a no-brainer for them to have included childcare in all of this. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that when you look at it, when you when you see that sentence written, you know, uh, the Apple campus has these things, but not on-site childcare. It it feels wrong somehow. You're like, where did who made this call? So, in in your kind of investigating in this. What did you find out? Is it simply too expensive or is it is there something else at play? That is the question I set out to answer and I think where where I land is ultimately it is a very expensive proposition um hundreds of thousands of dollars to make sure that a on-site center is up to code um that it can scale to, you know, the size of your workforce. Obviously not all 110,000 employees are working at this main campus, but there's a pretty sizable number there, right? Mm-hmm. And to meet all these regulations, to make sure that they have the right amount of inside play space, outside play space, um, it's expensive. It, it adds up. Uh, the big thing is that most companies don't actually don't actually do this. You know, looking into this, Apple's not alone. So what? So what kind of benefits are other companies offering? There definitely are companies that have these on-site uh, child care centers. And it's let me, let me be clear, having an on-site child care center does not necessarily speak to the quality of that care, um, which is something that a lot of the advocates uh, like Dion Dobbins with Child Care Aware of America stressed to me that, you know, even though they might have numbers and information about how many of these companies offer Childcare of some kind, we don't necessarily know how good that is. So one of the things that we do talk about, I mean, we, we do talk about, um, you know, the cost, but we also talk about what pan, what can, companies are doing around helping families because they realize that um, childcare is a work support, and if you have happy families, if you have families that can feel comfortable with where their children are, that they're safe and that they're receiving the, the amount of developmental appropriate care, then they're, they're going to have happy workers. You know, there are other companies in this sector, like uh, Dow Jones, Johnson & Johnson, Prudential, not necessarily like Silicon Valley style, um, but bigger companies that do offer on-site care. So in the end, is Apple off the hook here? I think that depends on who you ask. Um, you know, everything that Apple does sort of sounds like a logistical nightmare when you just take it with its base parts. And I think that childcare centers can be expensive, but it it just sounds like if everything Apple does is so difficult to do anyway, what makes this different? And I think the answer is nothing. So why not have one? And the answer is because they just decided not to. Wow. Well, thanks a lot, Roland. Yeah, of course, Jeff. That concludes The Dispatch. I'm Jeffy Haza. Till tomorrow.